0: Welcome to the Five Song Mixtape, where we discuss a new mix each and every week. My name is Michael.
1: My baloney has a first name. It's P E N I S.
2: B A N A N
0: A S. And penis. I'm RJ.
3: Yeah.
0: You are not an Oscar Mayer boy. Well, I'm oh not. no! No, <laughs> I'm a penis boy. <laughs> through I like, through. I do like hot dogs. Yeah. When was the last time you had Wiener Setzel?
2: That I, that I think in my whole life I've had wiener since, so probably like twice. Really? Yeah, I don't go much. It's
1: weird that there's not more hot dog restaurants or hot dogs on <laughs> menus. <laughs> no, but this is a conversation, <laughs> Devin. I've uh, talked about this multiple times in the past couple months.
2: You Literally, know? I'm just on the couch and he's just like, hey, hey, <laughs> why isn't there more hot dog places? Hey, <laughs> i got this thing that I've been
0: thinking about, like hot dogs, where are they? <laughs> <laughs> is the place in Roseville, what's that place called? Uh, there's a hot dog place in Roseville that's uh, in uh, Sonic. No, <laughs> I don't know. no, it's over next to an office depot, uh, mm. a safe credit union. Uh, oh. It's across the street from a sports bar that has a funny name. and Strikes, remember. no, strikes, oh. no, that's really far out there. It's like okay. on the, the edge of it's in that older part of Roseville.
1: There was, uh, there was a hot dog place. I don't yeah. think it's there anymore. No, oh, that's a bummer.
0: Yeah. Nobody goes to him. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know why. You think you'd uh, make money just... Being a hot dog cart man, slanging wings, taking a hot dog out of your pocket, yeah, (laughs) just walk around. Pocket dogs? (laughs) No, just walk around your cul-de-sac with a hot dog cart. (laughs) You You know, in Orangeville, I think it might, (laughs) it might. I
1: mean, I'd buy some.
0: You're like an ice cream man.
1: Oh hell yeah!
0: Oh, that'd be sick.
2: What
1: what would the theme song be? I don't know. What would the theme song be? I'd probably do Motley Crue or something. Something that would get people's attention. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I'd probably do like a It's Been a While by Stained because Orangevale seems to be really into Stained right now. It has been
0: a while since I had a hot dog. Yeah, exactly.
1: (laughs) That's what I call it. It's Been a While Hot Dogs. (laughs) Damn. it's a good idea.
0: Yeah. I like having a fancy hot dog, too. Like A hot dog's fine, but like... When you go yeah. to a hot dog place and you get a fancy one, it is good.
1: Oh, yeah. Like, I, I mean, a hot dog just on a bun I can eat with yeah. nothing on it. Or a hot dog loaded up with a bunch of shit. It's yeah. great. I was thinking about that with frozen yogurt the other night because I got, I don't i don't even remember, it was like peanut butter and cold brew flavor with, you know, all kinds of fucking toppings on it. And I was eating it and I was like, right now I would be just as happy with just peanut butter frozen yogurt. And, it, like, it wouldn't affect me at all if I didn't have these toppings on it. I would like it just the same.
0: But you, you know? get the you, the surprise of the treat in there. Yeah, that's
1: great, you know? <laughs> but it's all candy that I can buy. Yeah, that's true. You, know? you are an adult. I am an adult. I, that's <laughs> what I forget. I can buy candy any fucking time I want. Like, I had to stay in a hotel a while ago, and, like, I didn't want to go to a restaurant and... All they had was a vending machine, so I got, like, a bag of M&Ms, and I felt weird. I was like, I, should, I don't know if I should be buying candy. Like, <laughs> it's, like, 5 o'clock at night. Yeah. I'm like, I'm going to spoil my dinner?
3: <laughs>
1: I know I could do that any time. Yeah. yeah, I know. Not even just around Halloween. You could do that any time. <laughs> like, adults that get excited when they're like, oh, my God, all the Halloween candy. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah.
3: <laughs> you
1: can buy an Abba any day of the year. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I don't know if they have I'm trying to think of other than candy corn, I don't know if they have like a specific Halloween candy that I could think of. No. That only comes around this time of year. No. Because like even the Reese's shapes, like you could just wait till Easter, you'll get an egg. Yeah. You can get a Santa Claus or a tree. <laughs> wait till
1: Christmas. Elvis's birthday again, you get that peanut butter one. Yeah. You get Cadbury eggs all year round. Mm-hmm. Wait for Easter. Not to wait for Easter, you can
0: probably get a chocolate yeah. rabbit all year long. <laughs> you know?
1: I guarantee they don't make those fresh every year. You
0: go into Walmart say, yeah. where's your
1: chocolate rabbit yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where's your chocolate rabbits and Christmas lights? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I know you got peeps. Where are they? Yeah. <laughs> Show me them peeps. <laughs> yeah, that's like the uh, in uh, Placerville on Main Street, that old candy shop. That's there. Oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: I, yeah, right. I went into an old sack candy shop a little while ago. Oh, nice and uh, I didn't buy anything but it's just, <laughs> just Parisian, yeah <laughs> just taking a gander be like i
2: could buy all this cuz i'm an adult yeah. <laughs> i
1: didn't cross my mind at the time but they have so much crazy fucking candy from around the world too it's pretty cool
0: yeah. yeah you're like one of those uh, uh uh people but it's it's a lot of it's uh, women with an eating disorder where it's <laughs> like They'll chew it and spit it out instead of, like, throwing it up. You just go to the candy store. I'm watching my figure.
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just do it in front of them at the register.
3: (laughs) Uh,
1: Oh, I got to look up the name of this candy shop because it was called, like, like Dr. T's Candy Shop or something like that. Or Mr. Candy or something. And they had, like, a cartoon drawing of this, you know, crazy Willy Wonka-looking dude. Mm. You get to the register... That's the dude.
3: (laughs) He's real, and he is scary. (laughs) Like,
1: when you see, like, a real-life version of a cartoon person, it's terrifying, especially when they own a fucking candy shop, and you're like, yeah, it looks like you've been eating candy for the past 40 years.
0: (laughs) Are you guys going to go get some fudge from Apple Hill this year? Fudge? Apple Hill? Don't they have apples? No. You guys don't go to the fudge shop up there?
2: Oh, I have not been to Apple Hill in a long time.
0: Ah, Ah. When you go to Apple Hill proper, like the main part, um, they're way down uh, past all the apple shops in the pond where people fish out of. Uh, There's a fudge shop down there. It's delicious.
3: I don't
1: know if I've ever had it. I've had the apple donuts, but I usually just go up there just to roll down the hill at that one apple place. (laughs) And then I buy an apple and I leave.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: I don't mess with those pies or the yeah. fancy apple things. I just get an apple and eat it.
3: <laughs>
0: I hope one day you become an Apoho man. Just living I mean, up there. Oh, living? I would
1: <laughs> love to live up there. I used to clean pools in that area. No. And I was like, I saved that for Friday because yeah. that was like my end of the week treat. And you just take to- a quick dip? I mean I've been known to take a dip or two. Yeah. I have fallen in. Like legitimately I've fallen in, but I've also I've also dipped, you know. I've definitely you know, like I'll be cleaning something and it's like middle of summer and I'm wearing sandals, obviously, because I always am. And I'll be like, oh, that spot's a little too far to reach. I better just dip my feet in here step on this step to get to it, you know?
2: Then he has the, the older ladies that come out and be like, just jump on in, Devin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
0: they love it. But I don't have a swimsuit. I've got one for you. <laughs> you're
1: finding what you're wearing. Why don't you just slip on in
3: in your wet tank top? Mm-hmm. We could buy for apples. <laughs> Just Close your eyes. <laughs> Open your mouth. <laughs>
0: <sighs> yeah, when Matt on the podcast was explaining how like he had no training as to like how yeah. to fix the pool or maintenance it at all, I yeah. just imagined you
3: just being like, oh, yeah. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing.
0: <laughs> Dude, when
1: he was explaining it, he's like it's like fucking space equipment. Like you look at it, you're like, you don't know what to do with this nuts and bolts and valves. Like, you don't know what to do. It's like, I totally get it. Like, and I own the business. Like, imagine how I felt.
0: Look like a fool out there. Yeah. All,
3: right.
0: All right. So this is episode 67 of the podcast. This is uh, Devin's mix. Uh, Devin, what is the title of your mix this week? I've got a sacred boner. <laughs> now, first off, I love the title. Like, All right. When I first saw the title, I was like, ah, oh, this is great. And then when I saw the list of artists, I was like, oh, I know one. But I don't know the rest of them, right? Yes. And then listening to the first time the second artist started playing, I was like, oh, why does this person sound familiar? Which I don't know if the second, like, take away the first one. I don't know if the second is the biggest one. Out of these names on here, I really don't know, yeah, yeah, but that's when I I was like, Who's this person? I'm pretty sure, and then I was like, Holy fuck, Devin's done it again. <laughs> 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 um, so RJ, uh, I did, did you do some research to understand this mix? I did not,
2: but I know the title, I mean, that's as far as I got.
0: Okay, cool. Well, this is uh, I was once, uh, I'll, I'll say this, RJ. Okay. I don't know if you struggled this week with this mix. I imagine that you might have had some issues getting through some songs. Um, mm-hmm. but honestly, like the more I listened to this mix, the more I appreciated it and liked it. And then also having the background of it made me pretty happy.
2: Right.
0: Because it's a because it's just it's just cool. It's fucking so,
2: cool. I'm, All right. I'm just gonna throw this out now. Um I was trying to think of a, a funny, punny, something to say. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to start it off with like, hey, Devin, just this, this one's for you because it's your mix. This is another DJ Khaled one. I'm deleting it as soon as we're done with this. And I'm <laughs> never going to listen to it again.
3: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. We'll see. I, you know.
0: <laughs> I understand because, like, I get, like, if you're an, a person – who doesn't go out of their way to listen to this type of music? <laughs> yeah, like I can even understand. Like first, first glance at it, you're like, or first listen, you're just like, okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's exactly what I did. I was like, ah, yeah, okay,
2: yeah. <laughs> all right. There's been times where I'm like, all right, who that was a lot. Oh, that was only one song. Yeah,
1: I was like oh fuck. Yeah, okay. Um. Well, so okay, the title. Reference to Sacred Bones, the record label that all of these guys are on. So, there are so many artists on this label. And More than I thought. Well, and the ones that I didn't put on here, you should thank me for. Uh, they get even wackier. Oh, my God, do they. Hell, yeah. Getting to the Pharmacons, the Phylaxoids, <laughs> Pop 1280. <laughs> Ooh! Oh, boy. Yeah. You're welcome. Uniform? Oh, don't even give me a start on uniform.
0: Yeah, it what gets would, weird. What would you, like, if you just look, like, and this is, when we get into it more, I have a problem with the first song on this mix. But... Yes. If, when you look at the other four, <laughs> like, yeah. what would you, like, if you were to say, if you were trying to explain to someone this style of music, because I feel like four the four songs, two through five, like work really well together. Mm-hmm. So, like, what would you? Uh, I
1: would say, uh, dream pop slash psych folk.
0: Uh, can you give me an example of a psych folk band? No.
1: <laughs> this and I was trying to make a mix of psych folk music. Yeah. And looked it up and a bunch of like, uh, like Graham Parsons came up. And a bunch of older music, and I started listening to it. I was like, this isn't what I'm looking for. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for like what Sturgill Simpson did with Meta Modern Sounds, the folk version, you know? Mm -hmm. But there's something uh, ethereal and psychedelic about some of the artists, and I can't put my finger on it. Like, number four should just be like a normal. Uh, I guess like folk, folk, new folk song, but there's something that is um, uh, a little bit obscure about it. Dark. Dark, yeah. Yeah. Like, I've heard people refer to uh, this artist, Chelsea Wolf, as chamber pop. Oh, the same thing as Joanna Newsom. Joanna Newsom, I would say, is like freak folk, baby psych folk. But, uh, Ch- what is it? Chelsea Wolf. They referred to that as chamber pop. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I understand it based on that title. You like know, like a chamber pot? Chamber pop.
0: I know, it's like, but like, are there, is it, is the chamber aspect of it a piss pot in your room? Or I is mean, it, <laughs> or is it the parts of it? Yeah, actually. <laughs> when you put it that way, <laughs> or is it like the, the, an old jail, a chamber. Yeah, like, like if you were locked chamber. in prison and you wanted to make pop
3: songs. You <laughs> know? Like, I get it.
0: Get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, because there's like this mix goes hand in hand with your uh, David Lynch mix. Yeah. Like, it's hand in hand. Yeah. So if I would to sell someone, be like, "What style of music this?" I would, I would just say David Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I don't know if you
1: saw this, but there's a director on their record label that also plays music, uh, Jim Jarmusch.
0: Oh yeah, I love Jim Jarmusch.
1: Um, I don't know why I had known who he was before, but I was so surprised when I saw that he was on there because I don't think I've ever seen any of his movies.
0: You haven't seen, uh, what's the Johnny Depp one with he's a cowboy? Fuck, what's that movie called?
1: Uh, Pirates of the Old West. No. <laughs> no. Wasn't that like a remake? Cowboys in the Caribbean. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Island uh, Cowboys. No, fuck, what is that movie called? It's one of his bigger movies. He also made that uh, uh, Forrest Whitaker samurai ghost dog oh, movie. Oh,
1: yeah, I never saw that, but yeah. I saw that he did that one.
0: I got that on DVD. I've heard it was interesting. That's good. Huh. His last one with uh, Adam Driver and Bill Murray, oh. the uh, zombie one, that was good. Yeah. Um yeah, Jim Jarmer, she's an interesting director. It it seems
1: to fit like with the David Lynch category mm-hmm. as far as directors go and like the music scene itself that like, yeah. this label like represents.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, yeah, like this style of music, I would say that like It just sounds like aspects of the 80s that were never combined in the 80s, but were all around in the 80s. (laughs) Yeah. Because, like, the way in some of these songs the saxophone drives the music, I'm like, this never happened in the 80s, I don't think. Oh, yeah. But it sounds fantastic. Yeah. And then there's like... When that sax kicks in, I'm
3: like, (laughs) oh,
0: boy. (laughs) Wasn't expecting that. And then there's, like, for me, there's, like, obvious, like, Smith's stuff in there mm-hmm. uh, to some of the musicality. And I'm like, yeah, but, like, the Smith's never did it this way. Like, yeah. you can just, like, feel the influences, I guess.
3: I think there's
1: something happening with your mic.
0: I think so, too. Let's crackle a little bit.
1: Yeah. Sounds kind of cool, though. Yeah.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, it's, uh, I don't know exactly how to describe it because Dream Pop almost falls into, like, shoegaze category. You know when you look up like actual dream pop, but there's elements of this that do fall into shoegaze, for some of it, but not like as in, like I wouldn't call any of these shoegaze bands, no. But I would say they have some shoegaze aesthetics, just because you know? they sound ethereal, yeah, spacious, I guess. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't really know, but it's it's a very it's like a like an art pop label. No, I wouldn't even say art pop. It's a very avant-garde label, I guess. Yeah, uh, I think based out of New York, um, because a lot of their other stuff, a lot of it is very synth-driven, mm-hmm. um, and a lot of these are like synth undertones. But uh, some of the other stuff is like very synth-forward, where it's like heavy industrial, like goth synth, hmm. like modern goth synth music. Interesting. Yeah, and all the. Like, a, a cool motif with all of the bands, kind of like what you were talking about with Megadeth earlier, they they really switch their styles from album to album and song to song, hmm. um, but also do it in a way where it's not derivative of other artists that they're trying to switch their styles to. But it's like, we're going to be this band, Pop 1280, that used to play psychedelic music, and now we're going to play industrial music. But we're going to play it as pop twelve eighty, you know. Interesting. Yeah. So sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like some of these artists have, um, they have other albums that people describe as, or they, the artists describe as like them trying out uh, like a horror influenced synth soundtrack, yeah. or not soundtrack, but album. Right. You know.
3: Yeah.
0: Yeah. It was. Uh, I understand. Um, if RJ had a big problem with the mix. I, I get it. Yep. I, I understand. Um, but honestly the more I listened to it, the more and more I liked it. So okay.
1: I had a lot of trouble picking your favorites and least favorites for both of you on this because I had no idea
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: like I I don't even know actually I know what my favorite is, but I don't I have no frame of reference for any of this for either of you or for me.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh all right, well yeah, what do you think for RJ? His favorite, least favorite.
1: So for,
3: for the sleepy
1: boy, I got his favorite is two, his least favorite is one, and his favorite artist is three. For Mike, uh favorite song four. Least favorite five. And favorite artist one. Okay. Yep. All right. It's kind of my safe bets, yep. but uh,
2: I don't know. All bets are in.
1: All bets are in. Locked in. <laughs> Double down. Um, Double all right. Or nothing. Let's go to the Squid Game.
0: So I've got a sacred boner. Uh, so like Devin said, sac- sacred or sacred bones records, American independent record label, founded in 2007, based in Brooklyn, New York. The label has re- released recordings from artists including Zola Jesus, David Lynch, John Carpenter, Crystal Stilts, Marissa Nadler, The Men, The Soft Moon. Uh, in 2011, British Music Magazine, The Wire, described the label as one of the best American labels in recent years. And Billboard Magazine listed Sacred Bones among the 50 best indie labels in America. Pretty cool. Yeah. Um, all right. So starting off with track number one here, we've got White Pulse uh, by the great John Carpenter off of Lost Themes 2. Uh, It's the second track off of that album coming at 4 minutes and 20 seconds. Uh, John Carpenter, American filmmaker, actor, composer. Although Carpenter has worked uh, with various film genres, he is associated most commonly with horror, action, science fiction films of the 1970s and 80s. Uh, Carpenter is generally recognized as one of the greatest masters of the horror genre. At the 2019 Cannes Film Festival, the French Directors Guild presented Carpenter with the Golden Coach Award, lauding him as a creative genius of raw, fantastic, and spectacular emotions. Uh, Most films of Carpenter's career were initially commercial or critical failures, with the notable exceptions of Halloween, The Fog, Escape from New York, and Starman. Um, And then a bunch of his stuff has become cult classics. Um, And then Carpenter composed or co-composed most of his film's music, he won a Saturn Award for the best music for the film Vampires in 1998. Uh, Carpenter has released four studio albums, Lost Themes, Lost Themes 2, Anthology Movie Themes, and Lost Themes 3. Uh, Lost Themes 2 was the second album. It was released in 2016. Uh, the album was a, uh, created in collaboration with Carpenter's son, Cody Carpenter, and his godson, Daniel Davies. Um so yeah, like Carpenter, he's just one of my guys. Um I've seen a lot of his movies. He doesn't uh he misses occasionally. Uh, some people would say that he misses most of the time with his movies. Yeah. Um but I like, like most Stephen King. Th- yeah. Yeah. Um I like most of his movies. Um, Assault on Precinct Thirteen, it's a great movie. Oh, I wanna um, see that. Yeah, the remake is fine. Uh but his is uh, really good, interesting. Uh, Big Trouble, it's one of the best ones out there. Uh, Christine. Uh, most people probably would say that either Halloween or The Thing are his two biggest movies. Um, They Live is a really popular one. Uh, oh, yeah. I forgot he did that one. Yeah. Uh, Mouth of Madness, that adaptation of H.P. Lovecraft, that movie's pretty good. A lot of people mm. don't like it, but I like it um yeah so he has like some hit or miss stuff and a lot of people like him um mostly because of Halloween and the thing um just because Halloween's just such a big franchise now and the thing is just one of those things that like people just love um yeah uh, despite having a prequel that a lot of people don't like
1: the n- newer one's a prequel
0: yeah <laughs> okay yeah I saw that
1: was free on Amazon and I almost watched it the other night and I was like I want to rewatch the original again cuz it's been so long since I've seen it. Yeah. And you can only rent it or you have to sign up for some fucking trial or something. Yeah. So, oh, maybe I'll just watch this other one. <laughs> yeah.
0: I I I'm glad I didn't. It's not like awful, but it's not great. Okay. Um at the same. It's like it was from that era when they were doing all the remakes or reboots. Yeah. Um so, it's whatever. All yeah, right. I'll uh, skip it. Yeah. <laughs> Um but yeah, so uh let's see. This song off of Lost Themes 2. Uh the Lost Themes albums are pretty good. Um I listen to them occasionally when I need something groovy to draw to. Yeah.
3: Um
0: but yeah, I love this song. I think this song's fantastic. Um I will say that I have issues with the song in the mix, but I understand okay. why it's necessary. Okay. Because it's like if you're gonna make a mix based off of this label, why yeah. wouldn't you put the biggest name on the label? Yes. That was <laughs> so knowing that you
1: know John Carpenter yeah. and like are, you know, a semi fan of his stuff, I I felt like I had to put it on there because if I didn't and you'd noticed that he was on the label, you'd be like, Why didn't you put this on there? Yeah.
3: <laughs> you know? Right.
1: But I tried to pick the closest song that would fit with the rest of the theme because all a lot of his stuff on those Lost themes are very dark. Yeah. And these songs aren't necessarily like super dark, so this is the most uplifting one I found. And I felt like the synth in this was similar to uh, the synth in the next song in the very background, and it was kind of like, this is like the backbone of what most of these songs are, like what this label does is like, they're, it seems like the label itself is influenced by John Carpenter's synth work. Right. You know, Or the guy from Twin Peaks' synth work. You know, like that stuff from the '80s, 70s and 80s. Like real, like, Moog analog synths. And they've just taken it in a bunch of different directions, and that's basically what this whole record label is centered around, uh, more or less. Like, with the exception of a few bands and songs, but a lot of it's very like synth driven like all analog sounding synth stuff yeah so uh, yeah i was I, I i had another song or another band that i wanted to put on here but uh i just ended up putting them on here because
0: i do like it it's a good song yeah maybe if like cuz like 2 3 and 5 sound so similar not yeah. like they're not like they're obviously very different but like they kind of sound similar that mm-hmm. like if there was maybe some more variety on the mix then this then John Carpenter would work better for me yeah but it's like especially at the beginning you're just like fuck yeah and just fucking jamming out on it and yeah. then like the whole tone of everything changes <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah it's like what am I getting into oh okay this is this is what I'm in for yeah. <laughs> soundtrack stuff it's like, no this is not soundtrack stuff yeah yeah um. All right, RJ. What was your initial like uh, listening to this song?
2: So I heard it and I was like, "All right, it reminds me of you know the the stuff that he's done as far as you know, like Halloween." And I was like, "All right." So just kind of, I just turned it up loud and kind of listened to this one and t- see where I was being taken. I know, I think it kind of was something similar to that where I thought it would be like, "Oh, they're going to be s- movie songs or something like that." Yeah. I was like, I like the intro. It was kind of like, it was It was calm. It was very synthy. I thought, for some reason, I thought Terminator. Oh, yeah. I think that was just because like, it sounds like similar to me.
1: Anything with like 70s or 80s synths, you're just uh, like, yeah, Terminator.
2: And then it went into like, you know, like a third of the way, and there it changes up again. And I was just like, all right, we're changing it up. And I was just like, yeah. If this was by itself... I would appreciate it.
3: Yeah, yeah. But on the
2: mix, <laughs> it made me mad. Yeah.
3: Okay, All right. All
2: right. I'm leaving it at that. It was fine. It was fine. Like I would enjoy this on a song, like a, like a, like a movie soundtrack or something yeah. like that. I'd be like, that's fine. Yeah. It fits whatever you know they, they decide to throw it on. It has it's ups, it's downs, slow parts, but it's just you know, it was a nice intro.
0: Yeah, I'll say that. Like other than the thing I kept on thinking about listening to this mix because of this song. It's like, other than maybe the mix having another like song that gives it some more variety, like the fact the order of the mix, I think, is what throws it off. Mm. Because you start off with this, <laughs> I, I thought about throwing it in the middle. I think it would work in the middle only because the other songs work so well together. Yeah, that it gives it like a palate cleanser. Yeah, or something. To it, look it didn't
1: to. sound right to me. Like, I could have probably changed a few of the songs around. Yeah. Um, but it didn't sound right in the middle because it if it was like a short, like one minute song, mm. like an interlude, and then I'm mm. like, Oh yeah, fucking throw it in the middle. Obvious. Honestly, like the first part of the song before it changes would be enough for like an intro for
0: for this mix for me to be, be like, Oh yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but the thing that sucks is the back half of the song actually flows yeah. into song two really well. Yeah. Until she yeah. starts singing, then it's like, okay, this doesn't work anymore. <laughs> yes. Yeah.
1: Okay. Can I play you another band from this record label? Yeah. I, want, I was thinking about putting this on there. But just to give you an idea of the variety, so a little bit of this. So it's like a garage rock band, right?
0: Yeah, it kind of reminds me of Jeep
1: It's very Jeep Androids like. Yeah. And then um, this is a different band.
3: Uh, oh, yeah. What is it's that? It's dark. Oh, what is oh yeah. No. <laughs> this is synth <scientific. laughs> heavy.
1: And then later on in the song,
3: See,
0: these, these two <laughs> bands just sound like uh, late seventies, early eighties punk bands.
1: Yes, like post-punk shit. Like uh, yeah. what is it? Public Image Limited
0: was that the Sex Pistols guy after he left Sex Pistols? Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah, just when it got like art house punk.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's some even weirder stuff. You know, like, they just go
0: all over the fucking place. It's funny, because the beginning, like, that first song you played, it's like, oh, it sounds kind of like Japan Droids. And then the beginning of that song, even though I haven't listened to them a ton, to me sounds like it could be an idol song.
3: Oh,
1: yeah. It's like electronic idols. Yeah. Idols, they do something with instruments that I feel like... Like, in, they're making their instruments do what instruments don't normally do. And that's why they're in, interesting to me. Yeah. Like, they're playing them in a very different way. And the guy's voice just really, like, throws it off, too. Like, it, mm-hmm. everything about them just sounds unique. Yeah. So, yeah. It's like, uh, I was watching these, like, Australian videos. I think I sent you that one the other night of the fucking Time After Time video. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. They're all doing this... Like, these songs that should be just a guy playing it on a MacBook, like a DJ, (laughs) but they have a full band doing it. Right. You know, and I appreciate it in a way, but I'm also confused by it. I just, I don't know what to think about it at this time. Like, I don't know what's going on with music.
0: (laughs) Yeah. But, yeah, I love the song. Um, Have mixed emotions about it being in the mix, like RJ. Um, Yeah. All right, so moving on to track number two, uh, we're gonna go with Hikokomori. 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 Uh, by Zola Jesus. Off of, we'll go with uh, the con- Oh, con- I don't know, actually. Cornetius. 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 Coconut.
1: Coconut. <laughs> coconut-, <laughs> coconut-, <laughs> coconut-
0: <laughs> Uh, it's track number four off that album, coming at 3 minutes and 47 seconds. Uh, Nika Rosa Danilova, uh, born as Nicole Rose Hummel, uh, known professionally by Zola Jesus. <laughs> so she's she has a stage name. She changed her name. <laughs> she has her original name. <laughs> and it's my business name. Yeah. Uh, Singer, songwriter, uh, record producer. Uh, her music has been noted for combining elements of electronic, industrial, classical, and goth. Born in Phoenix, Arizona, she spent her formative years in northern Wisconsin, where she began writing and recording music independently while attending college. Uh, during her second year of studies, she released two singles through the independent label Sacred Bones, followed by two EPs. Her debut album, The Spoils, was released in 2009. Um, after graduating from the University of Wisconsin-Madison, she released her second full-length record, uh, *Stridulum 2 followed by Conatus, um, and then her fourth, Taiga, released by Mute Records, uh, marked a departure from her previous releases. Uh, Several critics noticed that the new album sounds different from Zolo Jesus' earlier works. I just wanted to try out new ways to produce and different ways to write. And with this new record, it's a lot more stripped down, and there is more acoustic elements as opposed... Uh, to no acoustic elements. I just wanted more breathing room so people could insert their own experiences into the song, their own feelings into the song, as opposed to me forcing it on them with the densest sound possible. Um, Answering the question about how and why the new album was different from her previous, uh, she says, it was the longest I've had to record an album, which was three to five months, which to me was way too much time, and at the same time, not enough but it added acoustic elements like live drums and strings, which was very new to me. Plus, I worked with a producer for the first time mixing the record and producing it, which I would never done before. Um, yeah, so when this song first started, I was like, all right, this works really well with the first song. And then when she started singing, I was like, oh, fuck yeah, this, this is just, this is just <laughs> a whole thing. It's a whole other thing. And then I the the name is what, like, when I saw the name, um and heard her sing. I was like this sounds familiar for some reason and then that's when I fell into the label stuff um but honestly like looking at the name and looking at the title and when she was singing I was like is this like did I did did Devin turn me on to like an Icelandic thing is this why this sounds <laughs> familiar <laughs> cuz yeah. like you, it would not surprise me at all if I looked her up and she's like I'm from Sweden And this is Swedish goth music. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't look her up, and I was surprised that she was from Arizona and grew up in Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. You can Um, hear it. Yeah, (laughs) it's that Wisconsin influence. Although, for as we know from like listening to bands throughout the world, like uh, a lot of dark music comes from states or countries where they get a lot of snow. Yeah. And not a lot of sunlight for a lot of the year. Fucking Norwegian black metal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it does make sense that she's, I mean, at least it makes a little sense that she was like, I was in Wisconsin making this music. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Um, versus if she said she was making this music in Phoenix, I would be more confused. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, I really, really like this song. Oh, really? Yeah, I really like this song. Um, mm. It works really well for me. Um, I don't know what she's singing about. Nope. Um, <laughs> but uh, I really like the song. Uh, I think the name Zola Jesus is cool for yeah. some reason. Um, uh, I want to know more. I didn't have a lot of time this week to dive more into some of the artists on here that I really liked. Um, but I plan on it because um, yeah. I do want to know more about her.
1: Yeah, I I only know a couple albums by her. and I The way I got in Sacred Bones Records is literally just going to like a record store and I would just flip through vinyls like when I was getting into vinyl records.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And their um what they do, I don't know if it's on all of these album covers on Spotify, but most of their albums have a specific way that they do the album cover. Like they have a picture of whatever the artist wants as their cover. And then up top is in a very specific font, like the artist name, the album name Track listing and then a brand of their logo, and it's a very distinct logo. And I saw that on a bunch of fucking things. And then after a while, I was like, okay, I just got to I've never heard of any of these artists. Like they sold a sampler records there, um, like compilations. I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna look up some of these guys. And I was so confused the first time I listened to like one of their samplers because I was like, all these bands are all over the place. Like I don't even know what to get into. So like. 2011, 2012 is when I got into them, like the whole label. And I heard a couple of her albums, same for like the rest of these guys, and then recently got like reinvigorated to the label because of one of the artists. Um, But she's like, she's kind of all over the place as well. I think she is the one that has an album that, is influenced by horror movies, like it. She calls it a horror synth album or something, which I haven't listened to. It sounds pretty fucking cool.
0: Yeah, that does sound cool. Yeah, yeah, I think that uh, uh, the last artist she's like that. That might be the one then. Yeah, I think it's her. Yeah. Okay. I we'll get to her. Yeah. But they sound like if you told me that. Third artist was the same as the or the second artist was the same as the fifth artist. I would believe you. But. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, all right, walk me through your emotions on this song, RJ. So this one, I okay.
2: So I did. <laughs> I enjoyed the album cover. <laughs> That's it. No, I'm not. <laughs> nice photography. No, so like literally, uh, I've I've been trying to do some uh, Halloween photo shoots that re, cause, You know, it's around Halloween time. And some people were like, I don't have a Halloween costume. I was like, I have a white sheet. You're a ghost. <laughs> so I literally saw that and I was like, that's kind of like what mine looks like. <laughs> um, so I, I enjoyed that. She does have a, I couldn't put my finger on it, but I think we went through this before, but like a Florence and the Machine, uh, some some other artists. I'm like, this sounds like it. And I couldn't get that out of my head. Then I was like, it reminds me of another song. And I, I, I couldn't find who I was thinking of. But it kept on putting me in a spot where I'm like, the way she goes, oh, nah, nah. I was like, oh, that sounds like another artist. And I couldn't figure it out. And that kind of drove me crazy. Yeah. Um, But it was very, it was very like Cynthia, and it was it was driving and it kind of just sucked you in. And I thought I hated it when I first heard it. <laughs> <laughs> but then a couple of times I was like, all right, I can put up with you. Uh, like Because it does draw you in. Yeah. It's like, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what she's saying. She's probably from some other country. Uh, and then come to find out, she's kind of you know a little more local than that. that. But <laughs> yeah. it, it's just, you know, it, it wasn't bad. I I do enjoy just like the synth part of it and just kind of just the melody of it and just the drawing
0: you in part. Yeah, I was a, a fucking weirdo a couple of times this week because I was able to work out to this mix. Yeah. For some reason. <laughs> yep. I could <can> do that. <laughs> yeah. It's like this, th- because art is like, it reminds me of other things. I totally get that because like, I can't tell you what, like why I feel like I can do anything to this style of music, but I feel like I can do anything. Yep. Uh, <laughs> yep.
1: It's like me listening to jazz and reading.
0: Yeah. You know, like it just makes sense to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. All right. So, let's move on to Little Deer.
3: Little Deer. <laughs> little Deer. <laughs> nice. uh,
0: by simply just spelling, spelling. Which I love that. Yep. <laughs> With an extra L. Yeah. <laughs> um, off uh, the turning wheel. Uh, it's track number one. Uh, coming at five minutes and 39 seconds. Uh, did you, Devin, did you look into this person at all?
1: No. But I found them recently. Oh. I don't know anything about them. Okay. Um I I saw a review of that this album uh by one of the guys that I watch on YouTube every once in a while. And I listened to the album and I fucking love this album. Nice. So good. But no, I didn't look into anything specific.
0: Uh so this person's from Sacramento. What? What <laughs> Yeah. Okay. And is based in Oakland now. What? Yeah, but was born in Sacramento. Holy shit. I don't know how long they lived in Sacramento. They were born in nineteen ninety one. Um Huh. Yeah. Crazy. What? Oh, <laughs> what her, what's her name? Uh Christia Cabral. So she's Hispanic, I'm assuming. Hmm. Cabral. All right. Hispanic name. Well, didn't go to our school then. Yeah. <laughs> uh So, yeah, uh, experimental pop musician. Uh, Cabral released her debut album, Pantheon of Me, in 2017. Uh, Pitchfork felt it was surely among the most overlooked debuts this calendar year. Uh, Signing to Sacred Bones uh, in 2018, she followed up in 2019 with Maisie Fly. It was met with universal acclaim by music critics who enjoyed the dark and eerie qualities of spelling sound. Uh, Cabral released the third full-length um, spelling album, The Turning Wheel, in 2021. So real recently, in June. Huh. Uh, the Turning Wheel is her third album. Uh, the has been noted that Spelling's dropping uh, her earlier dark wave and gothic sounds and expanding her progressive pop terrain. Uh, for instance, album opener, Little Deer pulls from jazz pop and plush 1960s lounge pop while Emperor with an Egg takes on chamber pop. Uh, the album there it is, chamber pop. <laughs> the album itself divided into two parts, subtitled Above and Below, respectively. Above begins with Little Deer and ends with Emperor with an Egg, while Below begins with Boys at School and ends with Revolution as they, separated, as they are separated in the album's liner notes. Now, This song, the first time I heard it, um, I don't want to say I didn't like it, but I thought it was unauthentic. Mm -hmm. And it's because of her voice. And because her voice starts off in a very creepy way. Right. Yeah. And interesting. And then she like she slides in there that she's like, I can actually sing. Yeah. And when she does the lounge stuff. Yeah. And I was like, what are you doing? What are you why doing? are you doing this? Yeah. It's like, are you creepy or are you not creepy? What mm-hmm. is it? <laughs> yeah. But the more I listen to this, the more I love this song. And the more it would get stuck in my head. And honestly, out of like these artists that I that you had us listen to this week, like to me, she's the one that reminds me the most of Joanna Newsom. And it's Mm. only because it's not, like, strong song structures or musicality. It's really because, like, this is someone who is very, very talented but is doing something really obscure. And that talent on this song, like, leaks through, which was off-putting to me at first. Because I'm like, Bjork can't really sing. (laughs) You know? Like, Uh, that's what you're used to. You're used to, like, non like, people who can't sing that well.
3: It's so, so quiet.
1: <laughs> that is a really good way to put it. Yeah. 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 Like the Joanna Newsome thing really fits where you're – like, she's doing something deliberate. Yes, with, uh, exactly. It's like when you see, like, set decoration in a movie uh, that is, like – I don't know how to explain it, but, like, something very specific. And you're like, oh, that's probably just a coincidence. And it's like, no – they put that in there because they designed the whole set, you know yeah, like that right. was a specific choice that that director made, like they're doing something specific they're capable of American Idol type singing, you know, like traditionally good singing, but they're doing something different to fit whatever else they're doing with the music, and it makes me look at the music more and see what they're doing with the music, and yeah, what I heard with this song was just layers upon layers of interesting things every time i listen to it this whole album is just it's just layers you know like there is that jazz element and the lounge is the perfect way to put it because it's like this this like thin veneer of like uh, corniness to mm, it kind yes, of. exactly yeah that's where, where like deliberate corniness
0: yeah that's where it took me like a little bit of understanding like listening to it more because that's why like I love watching David Cho's, like, time-lapse videos of him doing art because, like, he'll start off with something obscure but very crude. And he's just like, I'm just going to put on layers. I'm just going to keep on layering the shit out of this thing until I get to a point where it's something that you would not have thought of at all. But, like, you could see the layers. So, like, you understand, like, where he started and, like, how he can get to where he is. And then also in the middle there – He'll get to a spot and he'll just like paint over all of it. Yes, and just yeah. start over. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just like why did you do that, man? It looks so good. Yeah, <laughs> like it was great the way it was. Yeah, but like that's where like um, a lot of like artists and artists of all type they they all do the same shit where they and David chose like such a good example of understanding to not be precious with art because like you're you're not that unique. Um, As an artist. And so, like, being precious with it uh, doesn't allow you to take chances or to become more unique. Yeah. That's what, like, I like. I want to listen to more of her, this spelling person's stuff, because, like, they're taking chances in a good way.
1: Yeah. I feel okay. So, there's, I think I've said this before, but there's something with uh, German art and design called Gestalt. Mm -hmm. And it's one word for this thing that means. Uh, the sum of the parts is greater than the whole. Mm, And I feel like that's a good way to describe this because for me on, like, first listen, you're like, I I hear something, and then like, okay, I'll listen to it again. And you kind of pick something out each time where you're like, that's... Like, it's all adding up as you're listening to it. You know, same way with a painting where you're like, you look at something and you see the painting as, like, a square or a rectangle. And then you look into it further and you look into more detail of it and there's more going on in each part of it. But like each one of the parts is like such an interesting thing that the whole of it you know, it, it surpasses like the whole picture, I guess. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that's like what you are looking for in like hip hop lately too. Mm. Like you're seeing a lot of that with these artists that Gen- they don't get overlooked, but they get overlooked by people like me, where I just hear I hear little baby, and I'm like, well, I've got a dumb name. He probably just does dumb rap songs. <laughs> He's
0: just a baby. He's just a little
1: baby. <laughs> what could he possibly do that I like?
3: goo Google Gagas. I mean, that shit. You're
1: not dumb baby. Hey,
3: not duh baby.
1: <laughs> or Baby King. Number one baby. No. <laughs> Number two baby. <laughs> But it's a lot of what you're looking for with the hip-hop stuff, you know, yeah. and, like, analyzing, like, Kanye West albums and Kendrick stuff. Yeah. You know, that's uh, – there's that's, layers to all this stuff that you can appreciate on its own and as a whole, you yeah. know. But it's almost the parts that add up that make you appreciate it more than just the initial – you know, it's like you can't show it to somebody and be like, this is genius.
0: You have to show it to somebody and explain to them why it's genius, you know. Yeah, that's that's the thing that I realized becoming an adult and honestly just doing podcasts. It's like I just figured out that I like deconstruction, like anything yeah. that co- like anything that has to do with deconstructing something, I enjoy doing it. So if it's like yeah. if it's not able to be deconstructed, I'm not that interested, right? That's why yeah. like. What got me, like, more interested in hip-hop recently was, like, understanding sampling because, like, there you can, like, do a lot of deconstruction to, like, understand what's happening there, right? Yeah. Or just Kanye with his production value. It's, like, there's so much deconstruction as to him as a human, let alone him as a musician, right? Yeah, yeah. And so, like, that, like, as an adult, I've just figured out that that's just what I like, which is maybe why I can't get that into Blink-182, you know? But (laughs) yeah, I don't know. I don't know about Travis Barker. See, MGK might have some more deconstruction there than Blink-182.
3: Yeah,
1: there is some more interesting stuff going on there. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I would be curious to like actually take a dive into Blink-182 and deconstruct like album by album thinking about when they gained popularity and what it was that gained them popularity. And, like, because some people gain popularity as a fluke, you know, and you can kind of write them off as, you know, people call them one-hit wonders or, like, just a flash in the pan and whatnot. Oh, no, they were silly boys. Yeah, but there is more to them than that because well, there that, is a lasting that, impression I'm a that silly they have. Boy. Well, that, that- <laughs> <laughs> Talking about silly shit.
2: <laughs> well, I mean, just initially that that's what sold them. Like their first, like well, their their third video was
0: them just running around naked. Yeah. So uh, everyone's I, like, "That's funny." I guarantee Travis Barker pitched that song to them. Like, guys, I got a song. Okay, let's hear it. I'm an yeah. island boy. Like <laughs> yeah. yeah. you just play the drums and you never talk again.
1: Okay.
2: That's the only song he sings lyrics to. Yeah. Hey, hey, Travis,
1: get on this plane for me, will you? Yeah. Go be an island boy. Yeah, okay? go be, you can be an <laughs> island boy with DJ AM. I don't care. Yeah. But there is something more to them that I b- would be curious to like deconstruct just from a, like an objective point of view to be like, what is it? That made them better than what else was out there, because that's really what it comes down to with stuff that I. Well, that's why am like, not into. That's why
0: I texted to be like, why on earth did the culture yeah. need Oasis? Yes. when Oasis happened. <laughs> yeah, like it makes and, no like, sense to me. I'm sure someone has broken it down, so it does make sense. But yes. like, it just on the surface level, it's like what? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, in like in reading that, I was like.
1: Like Wonderwall is a popular. Like that's a good song. Champagne Supernova. Like that's a fine song. But when you when you phrase it like that, like what do they have to offer the culture? Yeah, I can't think of anything. (laughs) Okay, they influenced the Kooks. Maybe (laughs) who gives a shit about the Kooks? Yeah, you know, like there's. I don't know what they've contributed because the other example I could think of is Nirvana, which has contributed a lot to culture. Yeah, I don't like them. Yeah, and I can recognize that they've contributed a lot, but I don't like them. Like the Beatles is a similar situation where if you look at it and you're like, oh, the Beatles created everything, you're like, well, I've
0: heard hold my hand or hold your hand, and
1: I don't see it.
0: Drake is literally sampling a cover of a Beatles song in 2021. Yeah. No, I don't. Who's who's sampling Champagne Supernova? I'm sure someone has. Yeah. (laughs) They probably have. (laughs) And even if they sample it, it's like, Okay, they're sampling
1: a one hit wonder technically, but there is this big fanfare behind Oasis, all this like mystery behind Oasis. Fucking
0: documentaries.
1: Yeah. And I I never understood that. Like, I don't get it. Like, Pearl Jam could have been Nirvana if Eddie Vedder died, you know? Yeah. I get that. You know, I get Nirvana has this stigma to them because of the drama of him dying, not necessarily because of their musicality because there were bands at the time that were in mine and a lot of other people's opinion's better but they really started resonating with people after Kurt Cobain died right you know so that is that's the turning point for them oasis the brothers don't like each other Ooh, <laughs> crazy
3: <laughs> like what yeah yeah
0: yeah it, it really bothers me when people talk about like oh man the day that Kurt Cobain died, it was so sad that day. I'm just like, (laughs) (laughs) but the day
1: Robin Williams died.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Watched Mrs. Doubtfire three times in a row. Did you see that movie he did? Um, What is it called? It's called like world's best dad. um, Or something of that. I I think I did.
1: And I feel like there was some very strange scenes in it from what I
0: remember. I can't remember what they are. His I'm, I, if I remember right, his son in the movie dies from autoerotic asphyxiation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's supposed to be like a at the end of the movie. comedy. Yes. Yeah. It's an interesting movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, okay. I still think that like arguably for me, like his best role is Death to Smoochie. I mean, you're oh, gonna say Patch like, Adams. No. I mean, that movie's okay. But like Death I did Smoochie, love it. He's yeah. so fucking good in that. Movie. He was fucking great. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I mean, Edward Norton, I would say, is better in Death to Smoochie than yeah. Fight Club. Yeah, <laughs> like
0: that, that movie was fucking great. Yeah, yeah. Um. But yeah. Little Deer. Uh, oh wait, RJ, did you? Let's hear your thoughts on Little Deer. Yeah.
2: <laughs> so this one, I like the album cover too.
1: Good, cool photography, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, I like that. It's avant-garde.
2: Um. I was gonna say it was this one, but it's actually number four that I realized what the sacred boner was titled after. Because ah. so I was like, "What's that giant symbol in this little corner?" It's
1: a symbol, right? Yeah, and I was yeah, like, "Oh, it it's on attention. all of them." Yeah,
2: but it's just bigger on the next one. I thought it was this one, but it's the next one. Uh, so this one, this sounds like you know the first like minute and a half, two minutes that there's no singing. I literally thought this is like a interlude or something like that on a, an album. And I was yeah. like, it fits. Like I was like, it's just something I was like, maybe is this like the, the palate cleanser, I guess whatever, it's kinda something in the middle, kinda ties in together with our intro track. No, it doesn't. But it's just one of those where it's just like I you don't know, it just kinda I enjoyed that. And then the singing came about. And I was like, Oh, what is this? About to get you all juiced up. And I, <laughs> literally what popped in my head is I forgot his name, Coheed and Cambria.
1: Claudio, Claudio Sanchez. Yeah. Literally,
2: I just like I picture a guy with a giant afro singing very high pitched, Okay. and I was just like, "Is that the singer?" And I was like, "All right, that's what I'm. I'm just I'm imagining this." And I was just like, I, "I hear it in the tone."
3: Little dear, little and then, dear.
2: Then, literally, I think they had like bongos and trumpets coming in, and I was like, "I'm feeling this. I'm feeling this." Oh yeah, and layers, know, bro. Oh, there there was a lot of layers. layers. on Layers. <laughs> And I like I think I listened to it over and over again as Mike said little after a while I was just like I was like stupid song but I, <laughs> I didn't hate this one as much.
1: I I want you to listen to the Joanna Newsom album Milk-Eyed Mender for an entire week <laughs> and tell me all of your thoughts on it. I'm so curious because I know you've heard her just in passing but I really want you to listen to something very strange, but beautiful at the same
0: time. <laughs> curious what you'd think. Yeah. Oh, I saw Dune last night. It <gasps> fucking amazing. Really? Yeah. It should be on HBO oh. Max, so you need to watch it. I don't have HBO Max anymore. i got to uh, get it. Yeah. I changed my phone plan. Oh, it's so <laughs> fucking good. It's, uh, it's like a great balance of the book and David Lynch. It's pretty great. Really? Yeah, it's similar to... Um, how um uh Mike Flanagan's uh Doctor Sleep was like balancing the book and oh uh the shining movie okay um, yeah it's similar to that where it's like he's doing things that are like from the David Lynch but it's not like it um, unless you've seen David Lynch you oh. unless you unless you've seen his movie you wouldn't like get it but okay
1: yeah yeah Doctor Sleep when I saw that I I, I love the movie The Shining, and I never read the book. And always heard that you know it was very different. And Stephen King did not like the movie. But, whoa!
2: I think you're whoa. buzzing there, Mike.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna Island Boy. <laughs> 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 yeah. Just
1: pop in with a <laughs> random
2: Island Boy song. When yeah. was a DJ Khaled and Island Boy did a remix?
0: Ooh, that's what I need. It'd mind.
2: be a number one <laughs> single. Yeah, and it would be another Island one. Boy.
0: There are some post on there. Ooh! Yeah. As he, long as there's no jet boy. skis, he's a Utah boy. Actually, now, man, I don't
1: know what post he does. I don't know what his music is, and that's why I he just am lives out
0: here in Utah.
1: A fan. It up. That's why I'm a fan, but yeah. I don't listen to his music. I'm a fan of him. <laughs> like, wait,
2: who who lives in Utah? Post Malone. Uh, that's really like that's where he decided to stay.
1: Yeah, yeah.
2: Huh? Didn't know that.
1: Yeah, like he's interesting like he, fucking dude. No, I was <laughs> like, okay,
2: my two choices either L.A. or he lives in like Texas. Well, he's, he's from, from Texas. Texas. See, I knew yeah, it was in yeah. there somewhere. Did
1: yeah. you ever hear his acoustic songs when he was like you before he was posting? And then I heard
2: his country songs.
1: Yeah, and he just recently did. Oh, it's clicking again. Hello. Yeah,
0: I'm here. Just keep on talking. Okay, <laughs> might be the cable.
3: Oh,
1: I don't think you're there anymore.
2: So yeah, Utah. It, nice.
1: Yeah, he did a whole um, Nirvana tribute thing with Travis Barker. Ew. I mean, it was good because he was playing, you know, like non post Malone stuff. But let's take, okay, take out so post cool.
2: Malone. Take it, take out post Malone.
1: He also did a Sturgill
2: Simpson cover. That's fine. That's it's fine. fucking tight. You take out, you, take out, you know, him. Mm-hmm. You get Nirvana. You take out Dave Grohl. And you throw in Travis Barker. Does that make Nirvana better? Yes. <laughs> Travis
1: Barker in Nirvana. Cause, cause, no,
2: he, he would change the style of the drums of how they're presented versus like the way Dave Grohl did it.
1: Uh, yeah, but I feel like he can just mimic. Minus he's the street doing. cred.
2: Minus the street cred. But it's just like okay. the way that he comes in. So you being, like, take
1: off his boombox tattoo and his Cadillac <laughs> tattoo. <Yeah.
2: laughs> just all the tattoos. Okay. He's just basically Aquabats. Travis okay. Barker. Okay. So he's I wearing the,
1: the, the full skin suit. Yes.
0: I wish Travis Barker had a Chad Muska tattoo with the boombox. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, he might. <laughs> I mean, he's got so many tattoos, it could be <laughs> on there. Um, all right, let's move on. Track number four here. We've got "Splits Are Parted" by um, Amen Dunes. Amen Dunes. Amen Dunes. Amen. Dealer's choice. Yeah. Um, off the album "Love." It's track number three. Coming at three minutes and fifty-two seconds. Um, Amen Dunes is the musical project formed by American singer-songwriter, and musician Damon McMahon in 2006. Uh, McMahon uh, has described Amon Dunes as both a solo project and a band when it's in when it's in action. Okay. Okay. Frequent collaborators include guitarist and keyboardist uh, Jordy Wheeler and drummer Parker Kindred. Uh, Damon McMahon. Uh, founded the band Amon Dunes 2006 in New York. Um, Amon Dunes' fifth record, Freedom, has received positive reviews from Pitchfork. Um, yeah, he just kind of doesn't really take the, his this solo project that seriously. Um, it seems like in his quotes, um, but uh, I fucking love this song. Yeah, yeah, love, love this song.
3: Yeah,
0: I want to listen to this whole album. What what did it remind you of? It reminded me of something, but I couldn't figure it out. It's this band that I just keep on talking about called The Handsome Family um, that I talked about on your David Lynch Twin Peaks mix, too. Handsome Family. Yeah.
1: Isn't that like a YouTube channel? Like one of those family <laughs> YouTube channels? Yeah. <laughs> one of those van life Gabby Petito channels?
0: <laughs> it does sound like a reality TV show. Yeah. Uh, yeah.
1: Or The <laughs> Handsome Family. <Yeah.
0: laughs> He's crazy.
1: I'm always working. <laughs> yeah,
0: um, yeah. I I love this song. Yeah, love, love.
3: I,
1: I I I don't even know if it's one of his like top songs, but this one it hits me in a way that I just I feel it, and I don't know what it is about it. Yeah, like he's got a cool ass melody. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I love it. It reminds me of something and I can't figure it out. That's what it is. Vegas. Reminds me of Vegas.
0: weird folk music yeah it's
1: like jason isbell or yeah. not jason isbell uh justin towns earl
0: oh yeah yeah they're weirder though i think uh the handsome family their first album was in
3: 1995 oh wow okay yeah it's like
1: drive by truckers era of that uh alt country shit yeah hmm um it yeah it, there's something deserty about that and about this song
0: yeah, I think they're actually. I think the handsome family. I think they're based out of New Mexico. It's funny you said deserty.
1: Well, you know what I just got into this week, hmm. and I don't know how you guys are going to feel about oh. this. Queens of the Stone Age. Nope.
0: <laughs> hey. Dave nope. Grohl. Listen to one of their new albums. I thoroughly enjoyed it. Nope. I watched. I, I've, I think I brought it up before on the podcast. There, the Foo Fighters did a HBO documentary recording their uh, like one of their last albums. Where they traveled around the country, recording in specific studio um, studios just throughout the country that are famous. Yeah, and so they go to the Desert Rock Studio out there, where like a bunch yeah. of Desert Rock bands recorded their albums since fucking, like yeah, take the 90s or
3: something. I don't know. It's yeah,
0: a cool Desert Rock studio. That's desert Rock. There, right? <laughs> yeah, I think Joe Walsh. Joe Walsh was on that episode. Because the eagles are like, yeah, we're like Desert Rock. We're like like a yacht.
3: (laughs) We're in a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Maybe Lake Havasu or something. (laughs) Not quite the desert. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. I don't know. They were interesting. Nope. Uh, I'm I'm still diving in. I'm still getting a full picture of it, but I... I, ha- I I listen to songs. No one knows. Yeah, I had that album. I listened to that album, and I don't remember any of it. But someone from that band is legit, right? Well, Josh Ame. What's he from? He's, he's from. He's the singer and guitarist of Queens of Stone Age, and he plays drums in Eagles of Death Metal. Now, here's the other thing: they have another band called Them Crooked Vultures with. Josh Ami playing uh, guitar and singing, Dave role playing drums, and uh you want to take a guess who the bassist is? Hmm. Thundercat. John Paul Jones <laughs> from Led Zeppelin. Not as cool as
3: Thundercat. <laughs> not as cool as Thundercat.
1: I wish I didn't ask the question, but it's John Paul Jones from Led know, Zeppelin. too many options there. Yeah. <laughs> Which when I heard that I was like, he's got to be Dead right. <laughs> and then I looked up pictures of John Paul Jones from 2021, and I'm pretty sure he's a vampire because he has not aged at all. <laughs> yeah, it's insane, Jimmy Page. dude. Jimmy Page, They're he wears safeness. it a little bit. They're he, he wears a little bit. John Paul Jones looks fresh as a motherfucker. <laughs> like I don't know what's going on there. I was so surprised. I was like, I don't know how he's still playing music, like let alone speaking English. You know, like he should have dementia by now. But yeah, it, uh, I listened to a couple songs by them, Crooked Vultures, and it was interesting. I don't know how I feel about supergroups in general. They
0: usually don't work out. The Traveling Woolberries, they were a supergroup. but then Roar yeah. Overson died. So they didn't technically work out, but they had a, mm-hmm. one really good album.
1: Were they, was that in like the heyday of all those people?
0: No, because it was late eighties. Oh, was,
1: was it pre, their fame?
0: No, it's late eighties. So it's Tom okay. Petty, Bob Dylan, uh, Roy Orbison, George Harrison, and then not Bob Seger. Um, I always forget the last dude's name. Bruce Springsteen. No, basically. Billy Joel. <laughs> yeah. No, he's like a he's like a Bob Seger esque, uh, just from like seventies rock. Uh, Neil Diamond. No, I wish. <laughs> Elton John. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They, they, they usually don't work out. Yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. Queens of the Stone Age, I'm still I'm still researching. I'll get back to you
2: next week.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, all right. Yeah, uh, RJ, how would you feel towards this song?
2: So, yeah, this is the one that I saw that had the symbol on it, and then I figured out what the title was for. Um, okay, so... Listening to this, I was like, okay, I I accept this one, too. But then it kind of reminded me of somebody else, and it kind of put me in a weird mood. Mm, Go with me. Neither one of you said it. Mm, A sexy mood? No, 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 no. no. Ready? Okay. You, too.
0: No. And I was like, I hear Bono. I don't hear Bono. Bono. I don't hear Bono. Okay. Do you fucking know Bono? I'm going to fucking play this right
1: now. Just so I can prove you <laughs> fucking wrong, because I'm so mad at them. And I was like,
0: <laughs> yeah. Bono. Yeah, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Bono has slower
2: nose. Bono has slower songs. I know. There's
1: actually some U2 songs that I'm like, okay, they're fine. (laughs) I didn't
2: say that. I said he has some slower songs. (laughs) See? So I'm thinking... Oh, I had their cassette tape. Okay? (laughs) And then I was like, maybe Bono to Boner to... I got a Sacred Boner, and I was like, maybe that's the middle. All these songs remind
1: me of Bono.
0: (laughs) Songs to listen to while
1: thinking about Bono. Other other things. Honestly...
0: I have a sacred boner would be a good Bono mix. <laughs> yeah. I got a huge Bono. <laughs> hey.
1: Raging Bono. He
0: just talks yeah. about himself. Uh, so I also I, thought oh, it you was. could call it edging my boner.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. The edge, brother.
0: Yeah. You got to edge that boner. Uh, edging my Bono.
3: <laughs>
2: but it does have a nice little slow and dreamy state to it. Just the whole. Theme of the song, and I didn't hate that, but I just kept on thinking, you know, you two. But uh, it just—it it, was—it was a nice song. It was a nice song. You know, his voice reminds me of this
1: guy. Hold on. And when a voice is but a little bit different, obviously. The music kind of reminds me of it. Yeah.
0: yeah. It's just well, like they—they just sound like, some... like a weird, cool folk band. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, I want to listen more. Yeah. Um, all right. No. So moving on uh, to Spells by Jenny Haval. Uh, now this person is Norwegian. I hope so. They are. Okay, <laughs> <good>. <laughs> uh, from 2018, this is a single coming at 6 minutes and 10 seconds. Uh, Jenny Haval, uh, born in 1980, Norwegian singer-songwriter, record producer, musician, and novelist. She has released seven solo albums, two under the alias Rocket to the Sky and five under her own name. She's a novelist? Yeah. Mm. Uh, in 2015, Haval uh, released her fifth studio album, Apocalypse Girl, to widespread critical acclaim. The following year, she released Blood Bitch, a concept album influenced by vampires, menstruation, and 1970s horror films. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's the one. Until 1999, Haval was the vocalist of a gothic metal band called Shelley's Raven. She studied at the University of Melbourne, Australia, specializing (sighs) in creative writing and performances. This is like the trifecta of everything you like. It's my dream girl. (laughs)
1: Oh, where are you, Jenny? (laughs) I miss you, (laughs) Jenny. I may not be a smart man, but I know what love
3: is.
1: (laughs) Jenny.
0: Why are you crying, Jenny? Remember when Forrest pre with Jenny just barely touched him? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I cum my pants, (laughs) Jenny. I made a mess. (laughs) Hmm. Uh, um, I can't remember. I think either the director or someone like is pretty adamant that Jenny did not get HIV. No, like, it's in the the book version. Oh, okay. She
1: had um, hepatitis. Oh, I don't know why they decided to do hepatitis because like HIV and AIDS was running rampant around people <laughs> this, that yeah. used needles back then, right? So it's like. <laughs> Maybe just do AIDS, you yeah. know? <laughs> yeah, she had hepatitis.
0: God damn it! My Whoa, I'm just being crazy. It's got to be that cable. Yeah, it's both yeah. of them. It's both my cables. <sighs> try both of them. All right, just plug in three cables. See <laughs> what <soon laughs> happens. Uh, I need to get my microphone holder back up because that would just uh, solve the problem.
1: Because wouldn't be. Oh, injured. are you holding it right now? Yeah. Uh, no. Oh, try wrapping the uh, like holding oh. the cable with the microphone. I'm doing it. Okay, I'm sorry. I'm doing it, bro. You're trying to make you make yourself your microphone holder, you
0: know? <laughs> uh, moving back to Norway, she released her debut uh, EP, Cigars, in 2006, which was nominated for a, a Spellman Prison, a Norwegian equivalent to a Grammy Awards. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, that sounds about
0: right. You've
1: won the Spellman Prison. <laughs> <Yeah>. Congratulations, Jenny <General. laughs>
0: Oh, thank you. But you have to share with me, York. I like how that accent just always sounds like you're up to no good. Yeah. <laughs> you're being an asshole, yeah. but you're not trying to
3: be.
1: It's the the guy from Super Troopers. He's like, do you know why I pulled you over? He's like, because I was going way too fast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs>
0: Who wants a mustache ride? Oh, I do. Um. Uh yeah, but uh yeah. So she's released a ton of shit and twenty twenty one she released Lost Girls, uh their first full length LP. Uh Meniskelkoltvit. Um so Norwegian shit. (laughs) Yeah. Uh so yeah, lots she's been around, she's done a lot of things. Um I fucking love this song. Now my I understand why it's at the end um but i wouldn't hate this song at the beginning to be honest with you oh
3: interesting.
0: and it's only because this song has aspects of all the other songs yeah i don't know if that makes sense but like yes. hearing it it's long there's a lot of different things that are happening in it and it kind of like it just has like bits and pieces of all the other songs yeah um, so that's why i wouldn't mind it at the beginning um yeah i just i really like it's funny listening to this mix for me it's like at the beginning it's like, all right, fuck yeah. And then it's like, alright, this song is fucking cool. Yeah, this song is pretty fucking cool. And then like every song which is why I think that listening to it uh more like made me like it a lot more. Um only because each song just gets better on it. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, I fucking love the song. I wanna know more about Jenny. Um Jenny. Yeah. RJ, how do you feel towards this song?
2: So this song, oh, side note, she's coming to San Francisco on the 21st of November. Ooh, are we going? That's two days before my birthday. Um, uh, side note. Um, second side so, note. Second side, side <laughs> note? Second side note? This is back to, to main story. I, I hate to How say that? this, but this is turning into a David Foster
1: Wallace novel. <laughs> There's too side, many. Side note, yeah, are, side you, note. are you yeah. Lieutenant dan me right now?
3: Yeah, Lieutenant serious. dan me?
1: <laughs> Lieutenant Dan, you got no legs. Ice cream. Ooh, we should get ice cream. <laughs> Let's do it. Order right now.
2: Fuck no, I'm not getting ice cream. Weak. <sighs> uh, so this song. All right. So you heard all my hatred for this mix, right? Mm-hmm. And I think I listened to the first song and I was like, cool, whatever. It's like it's gonna be all like theme songs, like movies. Second one, kind of, you know, threw a wrench in the gears. Third one, fourth one. And the fifth one happened and I was like, all right, I can stand this one. And I think that's the first one I said for the mix. Then after a while, it was just like, oh, I'm looking forward to number five. All the songs, I think, to me kind of blended together. Mm -hmm. And by the time I noticed the mix was over, I was on this song again. I was like, Oh, it's this song. This is the song that Mm. I like. So
0: That's why I wouldn't hate it at the beginning, to be honest with you. Because I
2: kinda like it blended, the whole mix just blended together. Yeah. And I, I got to this song and I was like I, I don't know why I like it I just do yeah interesting and it was just it just put me in a happy place and I was like you know I think it just ties like you said ties everything together kind of just sums it all up and it's like oh you want a little of this a little of that well here's all that I have to present
3: mm-hmm.
2: and I enjoyed it I, I yeah I like this one a lot
3: thanks all
2: right. I'm, I I was
1: I thought you might. Like the song, but I didn't know why when I heard it. I I still
2: can't give you a reason why I like it. Yeah,
1: but I do. I I put it at the end because it was the most night night song for me. (laughs) But it might be because the album's called The Long Sleep. (laughs) Yeah, that could might have been been influenced by that. Yeah, but I yeah I felt like it did kind of like it 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 was an amalgamation of all the other songs, and the first song is kind of like the bare bones of a lot of the other songs going forward
3: mm-hmm.
1: or kind of more more so what the label does yeah, rather than exactly. all the other songs but there were elements of kind of everything in this last song. Yeah. Yeah. And it sounded very 90s like Mazzy Star like Fade Into You type stuff mm. um, but it's kind of new like her albums are the ones that are all over the place.
3: Mm.
1: Yeah. Our old roommate actually loved her. Really? Uh, Christina had a poster of her. Wow, I was very surprised, and then I was like, "Oh, now I understand your style of music." Nice, very strange.
0: Yeah, I want to know more about this stuff. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some time to understand it. I wish I had more time this week, but um, I did not. Uh... Well, they have
1: the compilations and like sampler records, which are actually a really good place to start because they kind of highlight. The uh, the best songs from the best artists they have at the time, mm-hmm. and that's literally how I found out about all these guys. Like the Men is uh, one of my favorite like garage punk bands, like in the vein of Japan Droids, and they have like three albums that I love, and then the other ones they start venturing off into other stuff that I'm just
0: not ready for yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there is. Yeah, there's a Sacred Bones playlist. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna take some time to understand it. it. It really like, it's that's one of the reasons why I didn't dive deeper. Is it seems like it's kind of like a, a rabbit hole that's going to take me some time. Because that's the other thing yeah. that I don't listening to this music and doing some research. I was like, I keep on and I brought it up that like stylistically, people like call themselves goth, right? Especially yeah. now, like yeah. more than ever, I hear people be like, yeah. oh, "I'm goth." And I want to know what that means musically. Like, I really, like, want to take, listening to this stuff, I want to take the time to be like, what is goth? Because I think yeah. I have, like, an older perspective on goth that is not right. <laughs>
1: yeah. I mean, even older goth music, like, you listen to, like, Joy Division and uh, Bauhaus, you're like, well, this isn't what I was expecting, and I don't know what I was expecting. Yeah. I was but- expecting Cradle of Filth, yeah. honestly.
0: <laughs> But even that, I'm not sure if that's, like, I, I want to know if the genre has changed so much that, like, that's, like, you know, like how they say post-stuff, right? Like, yeah. is goth, is it, is it post-goth now to, like, what people like? I mean, I think they're inherently
1: nihilists, so they wouldn't care to even put labels on anything. No, that's, so that's like, true. It's whatever. Yeah. That's what, you know.
0: I think by the time I'm 50, I'm just going to be, like, And the big Lebowski, those nihilists. I think that's where I'm going to be in my life. Just all black. Yeah. Military boots.
1: If you care about nothing, (laughs) just lighting cars on fire. Yeah.
0: One of them's Flea, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'll just be Flea. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, That's, I mean, that's the true Buzzman (laughs) evolution. Yeah. You live 30 years as Buzzman, (laughs) and then when you retire, you become a nihilist. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> uh, all right so for rj you said 213 how do
3: you
2: do yeah RJ? so uh, as hard as devin probably had to give us numbers yeah i'm gonna say just analyzing this as a whole i think it's just i like song five and then it kind of drops down to least to least to least to least from five to two one. So, in general, I would say like my favorite song was probably five, and then you know four three two one one being my <laughs> least favorite. And then my favorite artist, I'm going to say five because it's just it intrigued me.
3: Okay, wow, All right.
0: interesting. Um, and then for me, you said four five one. Yeah. And so you got you got one for RJ. Yep. And you're going to get one for me. Ooh. Ooh. But I'm gonna cheat. Ooh. Uh, I'll accept. It. <laughs> this is my first time cheating in this okay. category. <laughs> okay. we, we have one cheat. So my favorite song, least favorite song, and favorite artist is all one. <laughs> 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 I like that. It's funny. It makes sense because yeah, even fine. though I love the first song, I yeah. hate it on this mix. Okay. <laughs> I, I get it. That's not a cheat. That's, that's um, an
2: honest answer. That's
1: very philosophical of you, actually. I respect <laughs> if that. you think about it. That is Schrodinger's
0: answer. <laughs> yeah. I am part cat. So. Yes. <laughs> there's that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One, one, one.
1: And by cat, that means you have a barbed penis, right? Is that what you're talking no, about? No, I have a pussy okay (laughs) a barbed pussy yes (laughs) barbed wire (laughs) he's got both Uh, it'd be so funny if we didn't talk to you for like a week and you're like what's new like oh not much oh yeah i got a pussy by
3: the way
1: i got more tattoos
2: i've been working out out and you know (laughs) yeah
3: other I modifications. Can
1: figure myself
0: whenever I want. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> they're talking about this on a podcast. I've been doing like, it the whole podcast. <laughs> 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 it's fucking sick. You guys should try it. <laughs> like, it's really just cool. Invert your penis. Yeah. See, that's what they're talking about. <laughs> they're like, okay, so if you're, it's like if you transition and you get your dick tucked up inside you and made into a puss puss, then. You can only have sex with guys that had smaller dicks than you, because they're basically having sex outside of your dick. Well, it stretches, right? right? How much does it stretch? <laughs> that ain't that ain't real pussy meat down there. You can't get no real pussy meat. Hey, your asshole stretches, right? I mean, only so much, you know? The I can't give the birth out my asshole. The ripping in the tearing. Yeah, there'd be a lot of ripping and tearing if I tried to give birth out of my ass. <laughs>
3: no.
0: No. Um. All right. So uh, I hope any of this talk, RJ, skews your ranking or (laughs) for this mix. (laughs) I'm Uh, I'm happy that he's intrigued
1: at all by number five. Yeah, because I didn't know if I felt like one song would catch your interest on this, and I didn't know which one. I honestly had no clue. I thought four for you would make sense. And, and I don't know why, but it reminded me of something that you would listen to. I don't know if it's sh- – that's not Shushu, but it's Shushu adjacent. Yeah. You know, like the Shushu Neutral mo- neutral Milk Hotel of Montreal style stuff. Yeah. But it's, like, cleaner than that and prettier. But um, I didn't know what was – I felt like Arjo was going to hear something and be like, that's a cool melody at mm. least. Yeah. You know. So I'm happy with that at least.
2: <laughs> so rating. Um, so initially, I, I wasn't a huge fan of this, and I was like, "All right, I got to look at it more than just if I like it or not." And then I was kind of like analyzing it as far as do these songs go with the title? It's part of the label, you know, hundred percent out of that. That's you know, that's a perfect score because it matched the label. Then I was like, "Do they flow with each other?" I was like, "They kind of do." First song kind of makes me upset that it's on there.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: But then I was like, it kind of works. And then me judging it if I don't like it. So I was like, I can't give you a, just a terrible score because I hated it. You um, <laughs> <Me> can't. <laughs> but I was like, I'm going to give you, because it did work so nicely, I gave you a 3.4. Because I was like, you know, the, the the mix is if you sold this to somebody, we were like, hey, this is the mix. You know, like Mike. Mike would be like, I'm going to jump on that because I want to listen to more. Yeah, yeah, so that 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 was perfectly for what it's done. It was just not for me. Okay,
0: yeah, yeah. It's uh, I, I don't know how many times Devin has done this. Like Devin has made at least three mixes now. Where I'm just like, if you just didn't have this one song, <laughs> it's <laughs> always one song. Uh, yes, it's Kamasi it, Washington. It really is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, uh, it's your uh, natural saboteur yeah. inside yep. of you. It's like. my Achilles heel. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: I gotta do this.
0: Yeah, so I'm yeah. just gonna I I'm gonna give you a four point two. Oh hell yeah! And honestly, if if track uh, this if if you had a different band of a song that I liked, it would be like an easy like four point seven. Oh yeah. okay.
3: Because
0: right. I do like the song. It just bothers me yeah. that it's on there. <laughs> yes, <laughs> but I get it. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, four point two.
3: Cool. I really really
0: like this mix. I I think I'm like I said. I'm gonna take a. I haven't since uh, probably the Swedish one and then before that, the Australian one, like on one of your mixes, like really wanted to take a dive on these. Yeah. So I was happy to hear new stuff that I hadn't heard before and the genre of music that I know nothing about. Cool.
1: That's really what I was going for. So I was trying to find stuff that I was pretty sure you guys have heard none of. Yeah. Like nothing at all because it's just, so outside of, like, I shouldn't have found this record label. It was a purely a coincidence. It's right. not adjacent to any music that I actually listen to, mm-hmm. but I just kind of found them a while ago. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm happy that uh, you guys semi enjoyed it. You know? What are you gonna give yourself? Um, I agree with you guys totally on the first song. Um, but I did have to, you know. I, I couldn't live with myself if I didn't put it in there. Yeah. Um, I would say four out of five.
0: Nice. Yeah. Nice. If I threw the man in there. Ooh, there, the was a, there was a a band that autoplayed on this mix for me that I really liked. Huh. I don't know if that had anything to do with the label, though. It's
2: autoplay oh, for me. Yeah. I didn't even notice it was on autoplay. <laughs> like, I was just yeah. like, oh, I'm literally like, you know, eight other songs into just one autoplay. I didn't even notice that it stopped playing the mix.
1: <laughs> so my recommended songs, first one, Shoo Shoo, which is this song, which is the Twin Peaks theme. Well, I won't play it, but they did a whole Twin Peaks album. Um, And then one of the artists is called Let's Eat Grandma. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, yeah, Japanese Breakfast, Waze Blood, Atlas Sound. Oh, Perfume Genius. That's another one. I don't think they're on Sacred – or he's on Sacred Bones, but similar style, like uh, Freak Pop. If you call, like, Joanna Newsome Freak Folk, then there's, like, a Freak Pop genre, too.
0: Yeah, both – I'm way into. Yeah, with this, both uh, Sharon Van Eaton, Beach House – and yeah. My Bloody Valentine all pop up.
1: Yeah, yeah, I got Beach House. Yeah, Beach yeah. House had like three albums on Pitchfork's top 200
0: list. Maybe I need to listen. They have a playlist called Slowcore. Ooh, Cat Powers on there. Okay, Ooh. Well, I like Cat Power. Hmm. I don't know anyone else other than Cat Power, Radiohead. Ah, you gotta get into Radiohead. Oh, on Slow Drive. Them. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so Beach House electric- comes up. Chromatics, Electronica, Romantica. <sighs> Ooh, I see. Bad, Grouper, bad, not, bad, bad, not good's on there.
1: Bad, bad, not good. Yeah, yeah Grouper is another good one. Uh, what's her name? Torres is <laughs> Torres bridges the gap between this
0: and Phoebe Bridgers. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. This is the sickest name ever. This this artist name is Joy Orbison.
3: <laughs> fuck
0: yeah that's cool it's a lady too I'm gonna listen to you Joy oh. Joy Orbison oh man <laughs> that's a kick ass name I gotta know what that sounds like <laughs> here let's, uh, let's see oh, maybe it's a dude oh, it might be a dude I don't know it could be a they Them. we don't know it could be a they <laughs> well they are tight
2: just somebody that has joy What's going on here? I like it. <laughs> Just sound that out there. I like it. Their name holds up.
0: Well, there's a lady oh, this is on like the cover. Billie Eilish sounding. This is fucking cool. Yeah. Is he a producer? I don't know. Let's get into Joy. Orson. Let's
1: get it. <laughs> let, okay, next week's mixtape, Joy <laughs> Orbison, his old, their whole discography. <laughs> Let's figure out what's going on here. It's a kick-ass name, though. I think he's a producer because all, all these songs have features for the most part. Uh, it's the DJ
2: Khaled.
3: <laughs> uh, sad girl music. <laughs> yeah, <laughs>
1: another one. <laughs> This the real
3: shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, maybe he's just a producer beat maker. And he gets people like Monsor Brown on.
3: Monsour <laughs> Brown
0: Monsignor Brown? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would be a good band name. Monsignor just, Brown? Just Monsignor. Oh, Monsignor is such a
1: fucking cool name.
0: <laughs> we are Monsignor.
1: Yeah. When I was watching uh, Midnight Mass, I was yeah. like, Oh, I want to be a Monsignor. Like I was thinking about becoming Catholic priest just so people would call me Monsignor. I mean, you could just tell people to call you Monsignor. I don't know. It's like Esquire. You have to be a lawyer
0: for somebody to call you that. You know. No, just when you change, change your name when you go to Coffee Republic and they're like, "What's your name?" Monsignor. Monsignor. We have somebody
2: come in and say it uh, says their name is uh, Darth Vader when he calls in.
0: Does he? Yeah, he's like uh, Do you name call? Darth Vader. Do you I yell know. out Anakin? No. See what happens. No. You
3: Annie, it? no, literally, <laughs> Annie. Like, you've been working Annie. on your. You keep
1: working on your pottery, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you have no time to work in the shop, Annie. <laughs>
2: So, literally, like, the, guy oh, the guy comes in. The guy comes
1: in. He said, you have no time for sandwiches. You
0: come <laughs> in and eat
1: your, eat your sandwich here while you work.
0: I like the idea of Devin coming out of the back... With little wings on, (laughs) yeah, barely floating above the on on (laughs) rollerblades. This is his Halloween costume, he's just a little fairy (laughs) with the accent. This is not a Jewish stereotype, I promise. No, no,
1: I put on a big nose (laughs) for no other reason. But Annie, I see you wearing the mask, I know that's you, Annie. Come back to
3: work.
2: He's just waiting at Darth Vader's door, just being like, there's yeah. so many podraces <laughs> needing yeah. to be fixed.
1: Nobody even potteries anymore, Andy. <laughs> They're all in this shop waiting for you. <laughs> These potteries aren't going to yeah. fix themselves, Andy. Yeah. <laughs> <me.
3: laughs>
1: <sighs> yeah, let me know next time he calls in. I got some <laughs> words for that boy.
2: Yeah, so he comes in, right? <laughs> And he pays on his card, and then one day it's like everyone's like in the back. They're like, Oh, he goes by Darth Vader. It's funny, right? And then like you ring him up and it's like his card says Steve or something yeah. like that. I was just like fucking
1: Steve. He's fifty-three years old, I'm <laughs> guessing. Right? He's
2: like 20, 30. He's oh, wow. 20 or 30? Yeah. This kid is a loser. He's not actually Darth Vader. Oh, no? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Big reveal. <laughs> <laughs> I I just picture that's
1: like such a boomer thing to do. You know, like, "Um, yeah, what's your name? It's fucking Pee Wee Herman. Yeah. Like, "Uh, okay, fine. You want me to say Pee Wee Herman? I I, I guess it's okay. So you think you'll make the girls here laugh? (laughs) Cool, dude. (laughs) Cool.
3: Ha-ha!
1: <laughs> 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 My name's Jombi. <laughs>
0: I'd appreciate that if he did the voice, the P.B. Herman voice. It yeah. he just starts talking to your furniture as he's yeah. talking back to him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he comes yeah. in on a little tricycle bike
1: that he has. Yeah. <laughs> he your spinning. total today is 237. <laughs> ah! You said the word of the day! Let's go jerk off in the movies! <laughs>
2: Uh, uh, all
0: right, RJ, what do you got for us this week?
2: So this one, um, I try to do something where we haven't really had anybody before on the mix. But y'all know them for the most part. Okay. And I don't think you can work out to it very well.
0: I beg to differ?
2: You might be able to. I, I'm optimistic about it.
0: You can't tell me what
1: I can work out to. Yeah, I'll work out to fucking anything. That's Yo-yo mom, <laughs> I'm just
2: saying, well, well, Mike, you said you worked out to this one, right? Yeah. So I was like, okay, you might be able to. Devin, you just haven't worked out in a while. i um, <laughs> calling the fuck,
3: you out? What
2: the fuck? I ran like, two miles the other day. He did, he did. Yeah,
1: I I went on a run in my neighborhood in Orangeville where there's no other people. And on my run, I found a birth certificate (laughs) and then running past some other dude with a beard, he gave me a fist bump, which when you're in Orangeville, like not expecting to see anybody and somebody runs towards you with their fist towards your face, (laughs) it's kind of alarming, but... I had my headphones in, and I was just like, I hope this is a fist bump and not like a challenge to fight. But <laughs> we didn't fight. Were so. you ready? No. I didn't know what was going on, but it was a, a run-by fisting, and <laughs> I think we did pretty good.
2: <laughs> yeah. All right. So the title of this mix is called Young Angst.
0: Oh, okay. Oh. More angsty. This huh? is Nirvana. That's all Nirvana. I'm okay if you try to convince me that Nirvana's good. I'm
2: fine. I don't think Nirvana's good. I know. <laughs> so <laughs> if you're trying to convince yourself, Nirvana's yeah. good, we just have to convince all of us.
0: Yeah. I, I hope this is real, like our generation angst music. Ooh, let's open. see. Okay. All right. Oh, I've been listening to the first one quite a bit. Yeah. Actually. Oh, I've heard
1: a cover that the first one did that i fucking loved i'm just and not familiar I'm, I'm with the three me too well wow. same here all right fuck uh, yeah let's get into this young angst
0: why do you have a a male on here wait is the second There's one male two males oh okay There's two males
1: three uh, three and five are males well mm-hmm. in four technically the feature
0: he, you don't he's not a male
1: wait which one five bonaparte he's not a male <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Did something change? Did he get a pee-pee flippy? <laughs> Did he get the pee-pee flippy pee flippy?
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what skinny love's about. Oh, no. Come on. <laughs> skinny love. Just yeah. let me see it. My dick wasn't that big, so we
1: got to have a skinny love to get my flip around dick
0: pussy. I get it. It all makes sense, though. Yeah, actually, I'll be able to for sure listen to this while working out, RJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. So excited. I listen to so much Sad Girl music right now. All right, so, oh, yeah. So, okay. It says you
1: might also like Sad Hour or Pumpkin Spice, the playlist. <laughs> I mean, I'm like, I would like I'm both of those right now. And I'm going right to run around my neighborhood and fist all my neighbors to this.
2: Literally, when we review it, it's going to be the end of November. So just saying... If anybody wants to bring a nice December mix after that. The end of the end of no, November? No,
0: December.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> reason to believe yeah, I'm the date, boy. <laughs> the
2: date would be like November like 22nd or something like that. No, I don't 20. think so. I think we're a couple weeks behind. What's three weeks from now, Devin? This one's going to come out. <laughs> think about it, Devin. What's three weeks from now? This
1: one's going to come out. Two weeks from now, which will be no. November 2nd. You
2: just
0: here and try to big dog you?
1: Yeah. Yeah, no, no. yeah you try trying to fucking big we're, dog me. You don't know what the behind. fuck's going on. Three you weeks. don't even fucking Three listen weeks. to podcasts. When's the fucking last time you looked at a fucking calendar? You think you know about no. November? You don't know
2: about November, brother. That's one of those short months.
1: Not always.
0: That's weird. day last Savings pretty soon. Yeah,
3: yeah oh, Daylight Savings coming up. Yeah. A couple mm-hmm. weeks from now.
1: I like yeah.
0: the darkness, though.
1: Pumpkin
3: spice.
0: You like the darkness. I like the darkness. Do you believe in the God Love? I thrive in the darkness.
3: I was born in the darkness. Sorry,
0: I was born in the darkness. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited to listen to this. So yeah. it just goes right into my normal groove, RJ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm
1: gonna, sweet.
0: I'm gonna work out to this.
1: Yeah. Every day, so you don't fucking <laughs> judge me.
3: Look who's
2: over there getting fat. Eating pizza.
1: <sighs> I'm eating pizza to fuel my workouts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right?
0: The Devon's new goal is to be an island boy. So.
1: I'm going to be an island boy. <laughs> like
0: literally the size of an island. I'm
1: going to live on pineapples and weed, boy. And goat. <laughs> I'll eat a fucking goat boy. I'll
0: eat the whole goat boy. I want to see a video of a goat singing that song. (laughs) 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 The fainting goats. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh. All right. Well, you can find the podcast wherever you get podcasts. Uh, You can find us on Instagram. You can find us on Spotify. Uh, Just find us on the island, boy. (laughs) Just got to search Five Saw Mixtape, all one word, on Spotify to find uh, this mix. If you want to listen to some uh, weird uh, pop, synth, goth, rock, whatever it is. (laughs) If you want to listen to something. Yeah, if if you want a sacred boner,
1: um, it's there. Oh, I forgot to ask. Did any of you guys get boners listening to this? No. all right <laughs> just me then just yeah. me
0: he has risen
1: he oh, is,
0: yes he is risen <laughs> he's riza <laughs>